0: Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective. When morning comes. Happy New Year and welcome to another episode of the BWB Series. This is 2022. It's going to be amazing. And hopefully with the lessons that I'm picking up from the movies, we can all have a wonderful year. So, the first movie I'm going to talk about in this BWB Series, Episode 1, is... Batman Begins. This came out in 2005. It's an action fantasy, about 2 hours, 20 minutes long. If you have time, I think you should check it out. And in this movie, Liam Neeson played the main villain of Batman Begins. He was Basically, his name was Harry Dukat, uh, and he was a leader of an ancient society, the League of Shadows. He believed that he was trying to save the world, and he was using chaos for corrupt and decadent. You know what? Let me skip back. The Batman movie, and the reason I love this beyond most of the Batman series that I've seen in the different Batman renditions I've seen is I, I think Christopher Nolan put a lot of investment in ensuring that the right story was told. And, and and there's not really been a proper Batman origin story the way this was done. So it takes you from basically Bruce Wayne, who's the, the posted child of you know, you know, the Wayne's basically he is um his parents die, right? To some, what he believes is a fault of his. And, and we all go through this tragedy when something happens and we keep blaming ourselves, wondering, is this something we did, something that we did that caused it? We all go through this crisis, right? And he basically is angry with the world, he's angry with himself. So, what does he do? He, he's going around fighting fighting bad guys and fighting gangsters and, and getting himself locked up and all this craziness, right? And Henry Ducat finds him in one of these prison cells, you know, after he's going through all this nonsense mind you this guy's a billionaire i mean can you imagine the access that he has because of the billions of money that he has and that he inherited right so this guy disappears for seven years right takes a mission and goes to the league of shadows now i don't know how many of you have heard about the league of shadows but these guys were like real hardcore ninja type organization that moved in darkness you don't hear about them Unless you need to hear about them. By the time you hear about them, it's already too late. They're coming for you. I mean, these guys just come in and they destroy organizations. They destroy countries. They basically topple governments. They are like hardcore like that, right? And this guy connects with them. So it makes a lot more sense that Batman can fight, connect, you know, deal with criminals the way that he do. If you know that he's trained by Ra's Google himself. And could and do your research about Ra's al Ghul? This guy's badass. If you've seen... The Arrow, if you've seen a lot of other movies, it's referenced referenced in these movies, The League of Shadows. And so, Liam Neeson, Harry Dukat, is basically representing Ra's al Ghul, who was also alive, and he gives an invitation to Batman to come and learn how to train and stop acting like a single man and, and messing up. So, basically, it was grooming him to, to take over the army and go to Strike Now, something that... Duke had said that I think was very interesting. I want to share it said, He said because he felt that Batman at that point was acting like a vigilante. So he says, "What well, a vigilante is just a man lost in the scramble for his own gratification. He can be destroyed or locked up. But if you make yourself more than just a man, if you dis- devote yourself to an ideal and if they can't stop you, then you become something else entirely. I thought that was so profound because a lot of times we're thinking small. We're thinking selfishly. We're thinking from our own ends. But when you're able to connect with something bigger than yourself, and when you're able to create a symbol, a symbol of hope, you achieve so much more. And those who are symbolic, those who are legendary, those we still talk about, are people who created symbols around them that were bigger than they were. You know, if you want to be great, you need to stop thinking about yourself and your selfish desires, and start thinking symbolic, being bigger than you are, being going beyond. Right? There was another statement that they made, um, which actually. Alfred, who was basically the butler for Bruce Wayne, and the statement was actually made initially in the movie by Bruce Wayne's father. When Bruce Wayne fell into a bat cave and basically met the bats for the first time, this is when he started getting the fear of bats, he was afraid of bats, right? And when the father pulled him out of the cave and he was scared, the father said, you know why do we fall, Right? Responded so we can learn to pick ourselves up again. Many of us fall in society. We fall because of something we're trying to achieve. We fail, and then we just want to stay down, right? But you hear it over and over again. You need to get right back up. And so we fall so we can learn the art of picking ourselves up. It's important for us to fall so we can learn the art of picking ourselves up. And if you've not learned any lesson today, I want you to walk away with this. We fall so we can learn how to pick ourselves up. Until you fall, you will not learn the art of picking yourself up. And so if you fall, if you've never fallen before you fall one day, trust me, that person who's fallen 10 times knows better how to pick himself up than you do. And you know, recently a friend of mine has done a series called the failure series, Felix of um, Connect World. I think you guys should check it out where we talk about failures and the importance of failures. And that's what it is. We learn we fall so we can learn to pick ourselves up. I also love this part where Henry Ducat is talking to Bruce Wayne and is talking about how he's being eaten up and he's talking about how he feels guilty. And here's an interesting thing that Bruce Wayne responds. He says, my anger outweighs my guilt. So even though he feels guilty about his parents dying, he's more angry with the criminal underworld that he feels caused his parents to die that is driving him insane. It's driving him That's pushing him beyond that guilt, right? And... Henry Duca response. you have learned to bury your guilt with anger. I will teach you to confront it. Many a time we are angry. So many people are acting weird, crazy, angry because of something that happened in their past. And instead of confronting it, they bury it deep. And it triggers them and it makes them act like cycles. And a lot of us are walking around angry at one thing or another. But instead of confronting it, we dance around it. We need to learn the art of confronting our anger. Sometimes therapy helps, sometimes coaching helps. And sometimes you just got to look at the man or the woman in the mirror and face it and and deal with it. And that's another lesson. So, So far, I'm talking about three lessons that I've learned from just that first movie, Batman Begins. Now, there's another one that he used, which I thought was really good. He says, with the use of theatricality... You can become more than a man. Now, remember that the League of Shadows were ninjas, more or less, right? And so these ninjas, they learn to move in the dark to disappear. People are afraid of the things they can't see, right? And so they use these tools, this smoke dust and this, you know, the noise and all these distractive tools to create theater. Remember, even, I mean, part of the reason why people like Michael Jackson and who are wonderful is, and, and I'm sure if you listen to the entire season one, you realize that I talked about showmanship. Theatricality makes things bigger than the uh, lights, camera, action, right? Most of us enjoy the movies, the Hollywood movies of true stories only because of the extra arms that is put around. If we looked at these real men in real life, it wouldn't move us. But that theatricality makes it bigger than life. So if you're going to confront your demons, if you're going to be a symbol of hope, if you're going to be you know, that vigilante, you need that extra theatricality to make you larger than you actually are, which I thought was really cool. So anything that you're doing, think about adding that umph, that theatricality to make it a bit more, you know, big, large, uh, give it a bit more finesse. It's like putting packaging on a on, on a product and, and making that package, you know, solid, right? I like this other quote by uh Henry Duca where he was talking to Bruce Wayne and he says Criminals thrive on the indulgence of society's understanding. So he believes that, look, they need to be cut at the root, they need to be killed off, they need to be. You know, it was a bit extreme. But he basically is saying, look, anytime that we indulge or we say, oh, Janaman, for those of you who are Ghanaian here, you know, it, it allows the criminals to indulge on it, if they, if they feel free and they continue to do what they need to do. I thought that was also interesting. Then there's this other quote, he says, that to conquer fear, you must become fear. To conquer, think about it, that's deep, right? To conquer fear, you must become fear. You must become that which you fear the most. You must confront it, you must embrace it, and then you face it, right? You must bake in the fear of other men. Men fear most what they cannot see. So basically saying, you confront the fear, you bake in their fear, and then you turn their fear against them. I mean, this is some deep stuff, right? This is some deep stuff. I have to become a terrible thought. Men fear most what they cannot see, so I have to become a terrible thought. Trading in the League of Shadows out to become an idea. Fear or terror will cloud your senses. It has power to control and distort. So you cannot let the fear overcome you. You must become the fear and use that fear against other men. Wow, that's deep. Um, Falcone was having a discussion with Bruce Wayne. Falcone was one of the thugs in the movie. He was a mobster, mob boss. And he said, people fear what they do not understand. You know, Bruce Wayne was trying to confront him, tell him about his anger. He said, guy, you've not been on the streets. You're that Dada B. You know what I mean? You're you, you, you you're living good. You're a blueness son. Don't act like you know me. Don't act like you've been in my world. You don't even understand this, right? He, he, I mean, this guy just made Bruce Wayne realize that, look, you're, you're just a sport kid, good Quit playing around. So, Bruce Wayne had to go through those seven years to come back and now, be like, yes, now I understand your world. Now I'm coming from the league of Shadows. What do you have, right? Sometimes people want to talk tough and act all hard and act like they know something or act like you've seen something. But you've not seen anything. You've not seen anything. You do not even, you, you don't even understand, right? Until you understand, don't act like you know something. And, and people get surprised and disappointed and, 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 you know, in trouble all the time because they're confronting what they do not understand, right? On the plane back to Gotham, Bruce Wayne is thinking about how he can become Batman. This was all in the process of becoming Batman. And he says, people need dramatic examples to shake them out of apathy. I say this all the time, it's so crazy right? But we are so apathetic sometimes. Sometimes we look at society and the things that are happening and we have this apathy, this lackadaisical attitude towards dealing with it. And sometimes it requires drama. Sometimes it requires something hard for us to wake up and sit up and get out of our funk, right? And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It shouldn't be that way. But sometimes people need to use dramatic examples. And and I hope that with this podcast i'm being dramatic enough to let us all get out of apathy and start learning some of these lessons i mean they are good ones that can help us take it to the next level i cannot do what i need to do as pursuing as a man i am flesh and blood i can be destroyed but as a symbol as a symbol i can be incorruptible i can live forever and you want to be that i hope that one day bwp series will be a symbol everybody will love to listen to everybody would like to think of it as breakfast for feeding their mind because as long as bwp series is thought about just as breakfast or I put flesh and blood I can be killed I can be corrupted I can be I can be destroyed but hopefully if this can be, becomes a symbol a symbol of waking up every morning and feeding our minds oh my goodness what we can achieve you still haven't given up on me this is uh, Bruce Wayne to, uh, and now Alfred was the butler for Bruce Wayne and this guy was so loyal I mean there's this statement Bruce Wayne keeps making throughout the movie where he says um, you haven't given up on me and he, keeps, he says never. Never, never, never. Like he totally has loyalty to this boy. I mean, he's been loyal to their family ever since. And, 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 and it's interesting. When you watch the Gotham series, you find the origins of Bruce Wayne and uh, basically Alfred and, and the whole family. And it's really interesting. He basically raised this boy since he was a kid, which is beautiful and amazing. The last quote or the last thing that I want to refer to from The Batman Begins which is your original, the first one, among the three-part series by Christopher Nolan, is where the commissioner, Commissioner Gordon, at that point he wasn't a commissioner yet, but yeah, where the, um, Gordon basically tells Batman at the end of the movie, he's about to leave, he says, um, I never thanked you. And Batman turns around, mind you, this is not Bruce Wayne, it's Bruce Wayne, but he's dressed as Batman, I so he's Batman fully, and he turns around and says, and you never will. And I thought it was so, so, so amazing. Basically, it's it's telling you somebody who has decided that I'm committed to this goal. I'm committed to serving my people. I'm committed to being a symbol of hope for Gotham. And I don't need anybody's thanks for it. I don't need praise for it. I don't need I don't need any special treatment for it. It's my job. You don't have to thank me for it. I'm doing it hardly. I'm doing it because I have to. And that's one thing about the Dark Knight that sets him apart, and what I like to talk about him. He's not trying to be a hero. He's not trying to be pleasing. He's not, trying to, he's not trying to get fans. He's just trying to do what he has to do to take care of Gotham. And he doesn't care if you hate him, love him, whatever. He's just all about, you know, protecting Gotham. And, you know, it, it reminds me of what it actually means or is required of you as a leader. What it means to lead. If you're a leader and you're just trying to please people, you're not going to be a very successful leader. But if you're a leader who just does what needs to be done... Understands the vision as a symbol of hope, you know. They they don't. They don't. They're not expecting thanks or thank you or anything like that. They're just doing what they have to do and protecting you. And sometimes you don't even know that they are there, but they're doing what they have to do. That's why Dark Knight resonates with me because this is this is like the de facto. And for those of us who've been in the IT field, for example, what thing I tell my IT guys? Is look, if you want to understand IT and the job in terms of support, you need to be like the Dark Knight. You know, in IT support. You're doing your best work when nobody even knows he exists. You're like, well, what are these guys doing? They're useless. What are they doing here? They don't do anything. But that means you're doing your best work. They have no problems. Nothing is feeling. Everything is working smoothly. The moment people start feeling problems and are calling you, that's, not, that's don't feel relevant, man. That means you're not doing your job. That means you're not being on point. The, the tech staff is going to be like the dark knights, protected from, from the shadows while everybody works freely and doesn't even realize what they do. That's the amazing part. So this movie really resonated with me and these are some key lessons that I learned from it, right? And I hope that you'll also learn these lessons as we go along. Stay empowered and I'm looking forward to engaging with you tomorrow on The Dark Knight, right? The Dark Knight, that's Batman 2. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. Alright, stay tuned. Breakfast with Papa. Feed your mind, change your perspective.